0: Welcome back to Prompt Up Kicks. Uh, it's been a while since we've been here, so let me reintroduce you to us. Sorry that we've been gone.
1: This is the podcast about a playlist. Yeah. That no, no one.
0: Yeah, so this is the podcast about a playlist. Mm. We made a road trip playlist one day, and this is the podcast explaining the songs that we chose to put on there, as well as any sort of honourable mentions that we wish we chose instead.
1: Pretty good summary.
0: Yeah. Um, today's episode, what is she about?
1: Favourite. 70 songs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was over 50 years ago.
0: Yeah, that's kind of crazy to think about.
1: It's just as far away as 2090. What? 2090 is just as close as 1970.
0: No? No. 2007. You mean (laughs) 2070 is just as close
1: as... I didn't pass math.
0: Yeah, okay. Okay, Good. that's fine. Um... That's fine. You don't even have This podcast
1: is not about mathematics. Yeah, it's about thank, music.
0: Thank God. Otherwise, we would be screwed. Um, yeah. So, let's take it away. Just imagine while you're listening to this podcast that you are sitting down in a basement um, with your friends and it's just a close-up um, <laughs> of everyone and we're doing talking heads to the camera and I'm like, what up? My name's Kelso. <laughs> That's E show.
1: All right. You, you, yeah, cool. I hope people in the audience have seen it because I haven't.
0: You haven't seen that 70s show?
1: I was like, why are you taking everyone down into a basement? That's, that's sus.
0: Yeah, because I thought the most 70s things would be, like, to pull a Jeffrey Dahmer or something. John Wayne Gacy. Who? Jeffrey Dahmer? Who? You don't know Jeffrey Dahmer? I do, I'm, just, okay. I'm, I'm being dumb now. <laughs> um, that's incredible that you haven't seen that 70s show. I
1: know.
0: That seventy show was... Oh, my God. Like, that was... I'm sorry to go into a rant now. Here we go. Now that you've got me started on that seventy show, it was, like, on TV all the time. And, like, we had free-to-air TV. It was always on Channel 7.
1: Well, that's where I'm going to have to stop you. We didn't have free-to-air TV. We had star so I grew up on animation.
0: Oh, look at me. I had star
1: Yeah, because mum had six kids and didn't have the time or money to pay for childcare yeah. so our star was a cheaper alternative. I
0: feel like we have mentioned this yep. before that TV raised you.
1: It, yep, perfect babysitter.
0: <laughs> well anyway, that 70 show. All
1: right, we're in the basement. Your name's Kelso.
0: Yeah, okay, the whole... Not, like, a whole shtick, but, like, a part of the 70s show, that 70s show, they would be, like, filming it in front of a live studio audience. It was, like, that kind of sitcom setup where it's, like, that open thing. But then they'll cut to, like, parts in the episode where, supposedly... I thought it was just friends hanging out in... Like, just hanging out in a circle. From what I have now come to realise as an adult is that it's implied that they were smoking weed.
1: Whoa. And they
0: were in the duchy to the left-hand side.
1: Don't want to do that in front of a live studio audience. You might get in a bit of trouble.
0: Well, so that's the thing. So it would be filmed in front of a live studio audience, and then when it would cut to these bits, it was like a completely different format. Oh, it they, was like filmed on a normal camera. They,
1: they've broken the fourth wall big time.
0: Exactly, and the fact that you haven't seen it will really mess up the fact that I was about to start just singing the whole theme song. And go for it. <laughs> hanging out, down the street. This would be the theme song, and it would cut to everyone being like in the front of a car. And it was like one of those old school cars where like you could have three people in the front, because it would be like a whole bench in the front. Mm. And it's just all them being like, we're all all right, we're all all right.
1: I think I've seen the intro.
0: Hello, Wisconsin! And that's how it would end. And then it would like cut to the first scene.
1: Yeah, that's when I knew to flip over from Fox Eight to oh. Cartoon Network. <laughs> Once the animation hour was We're over,
0: all right. We're oh, what's
1: all that? Futurama's over and that '70s shows on. All right, time to switch over to fucking something else.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to sing that song because obviously I'm so sorry. it ties us into the fact that this is a song. No, this is the episode about our favorite song from the '70s, um, and that theme song is a song from the 70s i would assume it's by cheap trick i don't know the name of it but yeah
1: Yeah, untitled song by cheap trick
0: (laughs) oh i'm getting carried away i'm still
1: yeah you're off on a tangent right
0: now oh i'm sorry i thought you keep going (laughs) um no we'll
1: come full circle
0: no we'll come full circle it's fine um what i would like you to do okay what I would like you to do is to introduce us to your favourite song from the 70s, which was 50 crap. years ago.
1: I always start first.
0: Yeah, because that's the format of the fucking show.
1: It's been so long. I feel like if we changed it up, no one would know. I would notice. No one would know.
0: I'm the one who's doing, I'm the one who's editing this and I would notice. And if give I, away
1: our secrets.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm really good at computers, if anyone's asking.
0: Of course. Computers.
1: On that note, my song that I put on the playlist. hmm not necessarily my favourite song from the seventies, in in hindsight. Okay. But when given the prompt, it's the first song I jumped on. Yeah. Was Sarah by Fleetwood Mac. Wait a minute, baby. Stay with me, why? Said you give me life, but you never told me about the fire.
0: I think that sounds really interesting because the fact that you said that like the '70s was 50 years ago.
1: Mm Hmm. This song wasn't. It was released in '79, so it's on the tail end of the 40 years ago.
0: Okay. So then, like, think of the 40-year-old women that we know who are named Sarah. Were they in? Were their parents inspired by this song? Maybe. Like, can you think of like the amount of like 40-year-old Sarahs and 40-year-old Rhiannons we have to thank because of Fleetwood Mac?
1: And the 40-year-old gypsies.
0: A little bit sus there. Bit of a bad name choice. <laughs> yeah. It's like saying the 40-year-old N-word. No. The 40-year-old R-word? I'm
1: not going down that okay, road. Okay, sorry. That's a, bit, that's a bit rude. It's a
0: bit sus. But anyways, what makes that your favourite song?
1: Yeah, so it's Fleetwood Mac's 1979 song, Sarah, written by front woman Stevie Nicks. What? I know, crazy. She wrote it and performed it.
0: (gasps) She's amazing.
1: She can do anything.
0: She can literally do anything.
1: Including her bandmates.
0: She did do her bandmates.
1: Because that's what she said the song was written about. She's come out and said... Wait, no. Backtrack. Backtrack. It was written about a good friend of hers who was called Sarah. Mm Mm-hmm. Who went on to date her ex and fellow bandmate, Mick Fleetwood.
0: Oh, actually, wait. Yeah. Wait, so Stevie Nicks also
1: slept with Mick? Oh, Lindsay Buckingham and Mick, yep.
0: Babe. Don't shit where
1: you fucking sleep. (laughs) She did the whole band. Oh my,
0: the whole band?
1: Except for, um... The girl? I want to say...
0: I always thought that her name was Lindsay Buckingham because I would see that name and I would be like, oh, it must be the other woman in there.
1: No, you could probably think the same for Stevie Nicks.
0: Exactly. Well, no. Well, yeah, Stevie Wonder is a man. Whatever. Yeah, so she didn't sleep with the woman? I mean, it was like the 70s.
1: Christy McVeigh?
0: Yeah, that sounds... Christine McVeigh?
1: It's definitely McVeigh.
0: Yeah. And it starts with a C. It does sound familiar now that you say
1: it. So she... Yeah. Okay, cool. We've addressed (laughs) who's actually in Fleetwood Mac. (laughs) Yeah, that's what the song was. Um, was what, well, that's what she said the song was about?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then Big noter Don Henley, the Eagles, came out and said, "Or oh, no, nah, it's actually it, it's what our unborn child would have been called." Wait, did
0: they date?
1: Yeah, apparently from
0: the Eagles. Yeah, from the Eagles. Jeez,
1: when he wrote "Boys of Summer," maybe he was thinking about her. Boys of Summer. When was he went the Eagles? A solo career. Who's that? Don Henley.
0: Who's
1: done Henley? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Big man,
0: big no up. Oh, Don Henley.
1: Well, that bozo. Yeah, he came out and said, "No, it's it's about our unborn child." So that's a pretty big claim made. Are you want to yeah. back it up?
0: Yeah, that's a that is a very big claim.
1: But enough about that, because um, yeah, Mick Fleetwood said, "No, it's about it's about the girl that I chose for over my ex. She's now written a song about it." i'm probably getting all this wrong but
0: that that band is so incestuous yeah and also if you're getting it wrong then wikipedia's got it wrong so
1: no don't don't cite my source (laughs) (laughs) i don't want people to know that my prep for this was just me laying in bed going through their wikipedia page
0: yeah every time i'm like hey chris we should record a podcast can you do some research and he'll come back with like three points and i'll be like Well, now this is why I seem to be the one who's talking for most of the episode. Not
1: true, not true. I've got heaps more to talk about. Okay, yeah, tell me. The song goes for 6 minutes and 32 seconds. That's the album version, the studio (laughs) version. No, sorry, the single version goes for 4 minutes and 31 seconds.
0: Was that like the radio release one?
1: Yeah, the radio edit, they had to cut it down because it's pretty long, which brings me to my next talking point. Mm -hmm. It is an entrancing song. I listen to it and I just feel (laughs) relaxed. So, my memory of it is if I was, you know, a bit run down, a bit stressed out, I'd Mm -hmm. put it on and it would just heal me.
0: Mellow you out.
1: With its good vibes.
0: Yeah.
1: I'd lay on the the day lounge on the patio, put this on and, yeah, because it goes for six minutes and 30 seconds and about two listens, I'd be dozing off.
0: (laughs) Wow.
1: Yeah. It's a similar vibe to Gypsy, but just a little bit, a little bit slower yeah yeah
0: okay yeah i can't really picture either of the songs in my head right now
1: well think of a gypsy and then think of a woman called sarah and there you go oh
0: of course yeah. of course yeah
1: yeah yeah bozo donhan we thought it was about their unborn child also
0: it's a very interesting choice like i don't know i mean like Is it? no it's not an interesting choice i just don't like I only know series with an H, and I prefer series with an H. When there's no H, I'm like Sarah. We got a
1: Sarah. Sarah just here.
0: Yeah, I do. I am. I am, and I'm proud of it.
1: Okay, cool, cool, cool. What about? um, What are your thoughts on the uh, non-traditional spelling of April? I hate them. Yeah, me too. They're A P R I L L E. April uh,
0: i hate that one time when i started my job at jb there was a guy there and his like girlfriend was in april with a stupid spelling and it, it, he was like oh hi my name's blah 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 um what's your name i'm like oh hey i'm april i'm new it's my first day and he was like oh cool april do you spell that with one l or two l's and i'm like are you fucking insane? I spell it with one L, the same way that it is on the calendar. Who spells it with two Ls? And he's like, "Oh, my girlfriend's has it with two Ls." I'm like, "Well, then her parents are fucking insane." All
1: right, All right. backtrack. Calm yeah. down. No. So you're definitely against adding letters to names, but there's. Not that much wrong with dropping a letter, so I feel like omitting the H from Sarah isn't as big of a crime as you want to make it out to be.
0: I think it is, because it changes the pronunciation of it, it What's changes Sarah? the phonics. Sarah? Yes.
1: Sarah? It's,
0: it'll be said as Sarah, but she still says Sarah in the song.
1: And I'm thinking from a practical point of view, that's one less box to fill out on a government form.
0: They give us those boxes for a reason, why not use them all?
1: Because it's a waste of paper. <laughs>
0: Ugh, <laughs> oh, whatever.
1: Alright, well what if the song was called Mick?
0: Oof. I don't think that man should have any sort of
1: <laughs> Mick, you're the poet in my heart.
0: <laughs> Ew.
1: Yeah, I don't like the idea of Mick being inside I me.
0: I also don't like the idea of like the track listing being like Mick by Fleetwood Mac when his name is Mick Fleetwood.
1: Fleetwood, where's a Mac come from? It's like someone saying
0: Mick wrong, I guess.
1: So he just named the band after himself. I
0: actually don't know.
1: All you do is play the drums, dude. You're not that big of a deal.
0: He played the drums and they got to name it after him?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: That's messed up. That's too much There's credit. only
1: two dudes in Fleetwood Mac, yeah?
0: I don't know. You're the one who's supposed I should to...
1: probably be the authority on this. Yeah,
0: you should have been the one who did your research on it.
1: We'll come back to this next episode, which means, you know, it's good. We'll, we'll have a next episode. because okay. I've got to come back to this one. Okay. <laughs>
0: Do you have anything else to say about Sarah?
1: I don't actually know her, so I feel like it'd be rude for me to say things about her on the podcast. Behind her back. Yeah.
0: Like, I don't know her like that. Sorry. Yeah, that's it. I mean, yeah.
1: I've only met her in passing. <laughs> and after two lessons, I fell asleep. So. Yeah,
0: okay. It's just kind of boring.
1: No, it's, as I said, entrancing. <laughs> it's a good song. Would, would recommend. Mm-hmm. Unless you're tired. Well, no, definitely listen to it if you're tired. You might fall asleep. And I've got no issues with the name Sarah leaving the H out, unlike yourself. (laughs) I think it's quirky, for lack of a better word.
0: Quirky. Okay, interesting.
1: But, yeah, that is what I chose for the playlist. As I said, it's probably not my favourite song from the 70s, but it was over 50 years ago, so what do I know?
0: Yeah, we weren't even born then.
1: My dad was only barely just born then. Mine too. So, anyway... (laughs) Tell me about your choice for the bloody awesome playlist that we put together over fucking a year ago?
0: Yeah, well over a year ago now.
1: If we we were better people, the podcast (laughs) would be done by
0: now. How dare you.
1: (laughs) No, just kidding. The playlist was never-ending. We just kept adding to it.
0: Yeah, la-la-la. Okay, my favourite song from the 70s that I chose, Mm. uh, it is Chikatita by Abba.
1: i another weird band
0: okay rude.
1: did they sleep with each other
0: yeah i'm pretty sure they were like both married like oh,
1: that's a bit more acceptable than Fleetwood Mac.
0: Yeah they, were, yeah, they weren't Yeah, they were
1: living in sin. So, like, you know, their um, musical career was essentially just one giant double date.
0: Yeah. That's pretty cool. It was a double date and they all got to wear matching outfits. Hello. And on one of their
1: album covers, there's a helicopter. I think it's Arrival. That looks sick.
0: Is Arrival a type of helicopter?
1: No, the album's called Arrival. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought she was the ABBA fan. That's
0: what I'm sorry. <laughs> so, anyway, go
1: on. Chica,
0: Chiquitita? Chiquitita. Um, Chiquitita means little one in Spanish.
1: Espanol. Um,
0: yeah, and so this song was from their sixth studio album titled voulez Vu. And that was released in 1979, so again, it was like at that tail end. end of
1: the 70s. Yeah,
0: tail end of the 70s. I'm just sort of pushing it to get it into this playlist and into the into this choice. I
1: mean, it's probably for the best. I feel like anything from the earlier years of the 70s is too close to the Beatles being around, and it just runs a risk of just being influenced by that?
0: I, I looked at, like, a Spotify playlist to see if there were any other songs that I should have chosen for my honourable mention. And there are so many songs that I didn't realise are from the 70s. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god. Sorry, the cat's on the table. The cat's on the table in silver spoon. That's not
1: from the 70s. Isn't
0: it? When's it from? Cat's Cradle? No.
1: Sh- surely not.
0: Anyway, whatever. But, like, songs like Baker Street by... Jeffrey Rafferty or whatever. Oh yes. That's from the seventies. That's Kayla's whisper, babe. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 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 oh. What you meant to mean was from. Yeah, I,
1: you know, I, I know I got it wrong, but I, I can see how I got it wrong, so I <laughs> don't care.
0: I feel like, well. Kayla's whisper was from the eighties,
1: which will be next week.
0: <laughs> um, anyway, so and Chikatita was released on their sixth album um it was supposed or like it had like other sort of like working titles like there was like a come into my arms Rosalita or something like that so they would have been singing about Rosalita rather than Chikatita um and I really appreciate the fact that they went with Chikatita rather than Rosalita why I just think it's prettier because if there was like if it if they had gone with Rosalita, again coming back to Sarah, imagine the forty year old Rosalitas that we would have around.
1: Yeah, but being Australia, we would have just shortened it to Rosie, and that would be totally acceptable.
0: No, I think no,
1: no, no. Why?
0: I just I just don't think that that would have happened. Ro Ro. Yeah. Okay, that's good. <laughs> the song itself um, was number one in Belgium, uh, Finland. Ireland, The Netherlands. New Zealand. España. Mm. Switzerland. Or maybe Switzerland. We actually know a lot of very good English here in Switzerland. And we also speak German and French in Switzerland. Also, number one in Mexico. South Africa. uh, The Republic of Rhodesia. Which, again... Is now Zimbabwe. Which is fun because this song was released in 1979 and then Rhodesia became Zimbabwe one year later was it because of Chikatita I think so
1: no i, I we're not going to go into it but it's definitely not because of that
0: I think it was definitely a part of the butterfly effect that allowed Rhodesia to become would you say sovereign and become Zimbabwe
1: Yeah, I don't know what you'd call that but it's Definitely got nothing to do I with, think
0: the, it does. with
1: the Rhodesian brush War, which was occurring probably 10 years before Chikatita came out. But okay, continue. but this
0: song was number one yep in Rhodesia, which means that a lot of people heard it, which means that it sparked change amongst the people and it became Zimbabwe. Just like how 9 no, no, 11
1: no. means that we have
0: My Chemical Romance and Twilight to this day. Thank you. I
1: still wonder about what other timelines might have been if some of these things didn't happen. If
0: 9-11 didn't happen, we wouldn't have My Chemical Romance.
1: If Harambe didn't die, we probably wouldn't have had COVID.
0: Oh, now that's too deep to get
1: into. That's a total... (laughs) different kettle of fish that's um for another podcast
0: anyway back to like the top numbers that this song had done yeah they
1: got a lot of number ones good for them
0: okay but in australia they didn't get number one they got only in the top five in australia um as well as the top five in the uk and in amongst the top five in Sweden, in their hometown what
1: about the us who cares so what you're saying is a lot of the anglo-western countries
0: um i think any any of the countries that partake or love eurovision loved this song
1: okay so the english-speaking free world said no <laughs>
0: uh yeah basically apart Wait, from new I zealand mean, yeah i mean the uk loved it yeah, Do you just mean america
1: yeah basically the ultra
0: power of america didn't seem to love this song
1: yeah yeah that's all right i mean fair enough <laughs>
0: um because of the song's success it had um featured in the music for unicef concert that was broadcasted worldwide um back still in 1979 um and because of that um as a result of their sort of like collaboration with unicef um abba had donated half of the royalties from the song to unicef um and to this day they still donate like the proceeds to UNICEF. Cool. Um, according to a certified source, Wikipedia. Yep. Um, as of twenty twenty one, the royalties have raised four point eight million for the charity. From one song. From one song. That's crazy. That's insane, and like that's half of the royalties that they would have made. Good for them. Good for them. Um, this song itself, also, it's sort of obviously has regained a resurgence on tiktok
1: yeah a bit of traction because of the uh, usage in tiktoks not even recently it was last year wasn't it
0: last year and also this year like it, it's still going around like the little mm-hmm. ending piano sort of um yep trill that's at the end of the song people will put that in their tiktoks and any of those like videos that people are making on the tiktok app itself they also count as stream numbers so that's even more sort of it's
1: generating more royalties
0: yeah generating like more money for charity so if you see and make
1: a tiktok and use that as your sound yeah
0: it'll be good for the planet if anyone's like you're a bad person you'll be like actually i'm doing good
1: stick it to the haters.
0: Exactly. What were you gonna say i was just gonna
1: say let's go back i know why it didn't chart okay. in australia
0: why
1: might be might be incorrect here but i think boys light up was released in 1979 maybe <laughs> could be wrong could be wrong could be 80. okay but if true no way Huge was it if gonna, true <laughs> no way was it gonna be that okay that's it go back to what you were gonna say
0: <laughs> well i was just gonna talk about my personal connection to the song oh by so, all means um as a child i would sing this on karaoke all the time like i don't remember the first time that i had actually heard the song and i'm not sure if i had just heard it due to my mum singing it on karaoke and then i learned it from her singing it and then me being forced into singing this song but like i absolutely love this love the singing of this song
1: Mm.
0: and i think that it is a great song
1: what a strong finisher
0: okay listen okay do you want me to get into it i love it. i have written down in my notes that i love the complex harmonies in the chorus and the counter melodies and the way that the sort of there'll be rounds i guess of wait. lyrics no rounds rounds wow yeah
1: <laughs> wait a shit on me
0: well i'm sorry i like talking about music
1: that's what this podcast is
0: exactly um but yeah, that's Chickatita.
1: Chickatita.
0: Chickatita. There was like a, a fucking TikTok again. I'm sorry. I love TikTok. But there was a TikTok ages ago of a mm. girl just in her kitchen and she said, Chicken tea towel, tell me what's wrong. And it was a tea towel with little chickens on it. Poultries. Yeah. Chicken tea towel, tell me what's wrong. That's so funny. And yet you're not laughing. Oh, I was no. going to say that would
1: be perfect opportunity to insert cricket sound effects.
0: Well, as the editor of this podcast, I'm not going to be doing that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm
0: going to put in a full laugh track after that.
1: Really taken after that 70s show.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because mm-hmm. probably Up would you even know you is seen recorded it. in
1: front of a live studio audience. Ah, ah, Don't the cats.
0: Okay, whatever. Yeah, the cats are here too.
1: <laughs> that was one of the cats they said. Hey.
0: Well, he said it. He said "Meow."
1: So Chikatita was so successful that it spawned a sequel, Chikatita 2.
0: And you expect a, a studio crowd audience to laugh at that? Thank, no. Hell yeah. No, thank you. Um, whatever. Let's not get into what is and isn't funny right now. I want to get into if you have chosen, like, an honourable mention. Because
1: Mentions! You...
0: Oh, okay, yeah, because you did say that Sarah was not one that you wish you had picked. You no, wish you had like, picked something else. No, I would,
1: wouldn't wish that, oh, I bloody wish I didn't pick this stupid oh, song. No, I have such
0: regrets, yeah.
1: No, not at all. it's just like, oh, more than a feeling where Boston was pretty good.
0: You're going to say that? Is no, that- it's not my favourite. Okay. It's just an
1: honourable mention. Is that
0: That's just one of the... What makes sh- that be one of your honourable mentions? No, I
1: just... I, for some reason, I found it in year eight and thought it was a pretty cool song. Oh, no. Why?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I think there's just something weird about a, a child in year eight being like, fuck yeah, I love Boston.
1: I don't love Boston. I just like the one song and it's because I went and saw this fucking George Clooney movie the men who stare at goats and it was in the soundtrack.
0: Why did you watch a George Clooney movie? Because he's handsome.
1: <laughs> Whatever. Alright, sorry. Well, then the other one was Bruce Springsteen, born to run. Oh, baby, this town rips the vaults from your back. It's a death trap. It's a suicide rap. We got
0: That's actually a very good that
1: one. That probably is what I would have picked over Sarah.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. Because that
1: shit slaps. 75 it came out. So it was like that middle, midway what in What album the was that on? Same title, Born to Run.
0: What one's that one? Is that the one where it's like him, his back turned to the camera?
1: I think it is. Let's just say yes. Definitely not checking Wikipedia.
0: I know. I actually do love that song. I'm glad that you have mentioned that because that is.
1: No, it's him with a guitar. That's
0: what i That's what I mean. Let me see.
1: He's, he's not. T- he's to the side. Is it a
0: white background? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Okay, that's the one I was thinking of.
1: Yeah, it's a really good song.
0: Do you have anything else to say about it? Just it being a really good song.
1: Yeah, Springsteen's lyrics and delivery just mm, mm, on point. The guitars sound really nice, it's just loud, it just brings you up. It whiffs.
0: Okay. Okay, this isn't even the song that I have chosen and I'm going to say more about it than you fucking will. I love Born to Run. Because? I love the rhythm of how he delivers the lyrics itself. Like Like it feels like you're running. It's chaotic. No, cha- no, not even chaotic. The, but like the rhythm of it is there. Okay, it's not chaotic. It's not chaotic at all.
1: It's controlled chaos.
0: It's not. There's no amount of chaos in this song at all. It is very well put together. It's energetic. Yeah. Okay. It's energetic.
1: I'll keep saying um, adverbs all you want.
0: Say another. Quickly. That was an I, adverb. I, I can't think of it. I just said quickly. That's an adverb. I didn't say it. Okay. Well. <laughs> The joke is that I said quickly when I said to say an adverb. And quickly is an adverb.
1: Good thing I was born to run because uh, I am getting out of here. Yeah,
0: I hope you would.
1: Oh, all right.
0: <laughs> Alrighty.
1: It's a really good song. Springsteen's just known for um, his his energy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he doesn't disappoint with this one. Okay. And the content of the lyrics too. It's kind of, kind of somber.
0: All of his songs are somber.
1: No, born in the USA was heaps. <laughs> no, I'm joking, of course.
0: Born in the USA is probably one of the saddest songs.
1: Nah, Streets of Philadelphia.
0: Oh, I haven't heard that one.
1: Oh man, Tom Hanks is in the music video.
0: Oh man, not American sweetheart Tom Hanks, no. And he has AIDS. Because
1: <gasps> it's from a movie Philadelphia.
0: Oh, I haven't seen it.
1: Yeah, cool. We'll talk about that another time. Born
0: in the middle of the debate, um, no, that's no. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air.
1: That's America's other sweetheart, <laughs> Will Smith.
0: Why the freak did Chris Ross just punch Chris Ross in the penis?
1: Sometimes I wish Will Smith would just walk in and slap the fucking shit out of me sometimes.
0: Sometimes I wish Will Smith would punch the shit out of me sometimes. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's my honourable mention. Some boys light up if it was released in 79, but now that I think about it, it probably wasn't. (laughs) Babber O'Reilly, again, I didn't check to see if that was...
0: Babber O'Reilly? From The Who. Yeah, isn't that Barbara O'Reilly? Okay. All right, sorry.
1: It's regional dialect. What what region? (laughs) Southeast New South Wales. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Actually, on the topic of The Who, they had a song called Eminence Front, which I think was released in the 70s and was featured on the video game Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, which is okay, um, how I was exposed to it at an early age.
0: Honestly, you are picking too many honourable favourites.
1: We'll go with Born to Run. Oh, jeez Louise. She, she complains that I don't talk talk enough in these podcasts. And when I go and start talking, she doesn't like what I've got to say. Yeah,
0: because I'm the one who's editing them. And I'm going to have to edit in so many songs for you. You don't have to you play just,
1: all of them. Just play Born to Run, all right? There you go. Sorted. What if
0: people haven't heard the other ones? You need to give them frames of reference. Look it
1: up yourself. No. You have a device. You're listening to us on it.
0: No, but then we'll miss out on the listens if they go straight to the other song.
1: Do it after. I will repeat the songs that I spouted out at the end of the episode no all right your honorable mentions if you would if you wouldn't mind
0: your honor your honorable mentions please um i chose barracuda by heart
1: exactly um so this was
0: the leading single from their third album little queen and it was released in 1977. it peaked at number 11 on the billboard hot 100 and only peaked at 15 in australia
1: Boo. i
0: know um i knew this song from guitar hero 3
1: I i was gonna say that if you didn't say that
0: guitar hero 3 legends of rock baby and I would be there with like my little my two little fingers. This is this is my guitar hero method. So I would have my left hand obviously on the coloured buttons and I would have both my index finger and my thumb pinched on the little fake strings that you're supposed to strum. Mm. And I would go and down, up 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 down, bow bow, playing Barracuda, and then when it goes to the bow, wow, wow, I would have that little whammy bar with my like pinky on my right hand and I would go, wow, 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 and then I would put in so much effort into playing this on Guitar Hero and I would completely ignore the real guitars that my parents have bought me to sort of fill my little hobby fiend need that I had and I would be playing it and dad would be like you know you have guitars there in the corner that you can play and I said but they're not fun
1: also guitar hero is easier Uh,
0: uh, yeah I mean through fire and flames by dragon who am I
1: I who am I kidding I fucking sucked at guitar hero I couldn't even do slow ride, and that's, like, the beginner one.
0: That's the tutorial song, basically. So, you
1: can see why I chose to play bass in, like, high school music. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, two less strings. This is easier. <laughs> do, do, do,
0: do. Oh, God.
1: I got a guitar eventually.
0: Yeah.
1: I just ended up selling it.
0: <laughs> um, anyway, so,
1: yeah. the song
0: itself, Barracuda. Mm-hmm. I did research on it. Sorry. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> so in the band heart it had two of the members were sisters so the lead singer um her sister was like the guitarist or some shit like that so it was mm-hmm. anne and nancy wilson so the song is written and directed towards their previous record label mushroom records um and mushroom records had like fabricated this story um around the band i guess as a marketing play that the two sisters were in an incestuous relationship together. With each other? Yeah. Fuck. That that was the rumour that Mushroom Records had created. Bronx. Um, I guess to, like, help sell the albums and be like, well, look at these two sexy ladies. They're sisters and they kiss. Um... That's wild. (laughs) So... Yeah, a radio promoter apparently came up to um, Anne after a show and asked how her lover was. And she was like, what? My boyfriend? And he was like, nah, your sister. Um, and she was like, obviously, fucking creeped out and grossed out and angry about this. So she wrote a perfect song, Barracuda.
1: Calling the record label a bunch of barracudas. Yeah.
0: Um, and so after... Th- so mushroom records had produced their first two albums with this third album um little queen they completely dropped mushroom records and they st- st- like started with a new company called portrait records and they released little queen on portrait records
1: cop that fucking mushroom you yeah. missed out on some good royalties there
0: yeah fuck you mushroom records you missed out on like the best song that they've ever released
1: You incestuous gronks
0: <laughs> um yeah so i love this song fair enough it's apparently people like class it as a hard rock song and i think that i am uh, spoiled these days with much heavier hardcore deathcore metal death metal metal core <laughs>
1: shit shit shit! <laughs> all right
0: all right but like when i like listen to a song like this and i'm like this is what people thought was heavy back in the day that's crazy Back in the day,
1: they fought a lot of bizarre things so don't hold it against them yeah okay
0: yeah yeah they thought that two sisters in a band had to be making out
1: yeah
0: <laughs> um but yeah that was my honourable mention, but also having a look at the Spotify playlist where I was looking at other songs, mm-hmm. there are so many good songs from the 70s. Yeah, there are. Like, hello, a lot of Elton John songs. Oh, I forgot about Elton. I know, Elton John.
1: He slept on. Wait, no, he isn't.
0: He slept with El, boys. Sorry.
1: Fleetwood Mac.
0: <laughs> um, talking Heads.
1: Oh, talking Heads. Yeah. Fuck. It was once in a lifetime in the 70s? No,
0: that's 80s. Damn it. But like. Because that's Bob. I think like Road to Nowhere maybe? Yeah, was Road 70?
1: To yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I
0: guess so. <laughs> that's no
1: once in a lifetime.
0: <laughs> maybe that can be next week.
1: Maybe. You'll have to tune in and find out.
0: Yeah, tune in next week when we're going to be doing our favorite 80s song. But for today, this has been our favorite 70s song. I'm going to stop
1: you right there. It's really. Really brave of you to say. Tune in next week. There is no guarantee on the timeline of the show.
0: There's also no guarantee that we're not going to die before uh, the next reporting. A plane could crash into our house. Allah, what? Oh my god! What? <laughs> I was trying to say like, like. Like, you know, when people say Allah mode or like it's this thing happened, Allah, this other thing. And then instead
1: w- you said the Islamic God. Yeah. As I was- you reference plane crashing and previously in the show, you mentioned 9-11. What's on your mind?
0: Damn, bro. I just I just want to build in this- every now and then. I'm at work in the city in a big office go. building yep. and I'm like, yo, what would happen if a 9-11 would happen right now? We had a fire drill the other day. Mm. We had a fire drill on September 12th. Mm, felt a little bit weird to do that. But if I have to actually legitimately walk down 14 flights of stairs in the event of an emergency, I would rather die.
1: You are a total drama queen.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. <coughs> yeah, probably. But have you walked down 14 flights of stairs? Yeah. When?
1: When I was working on a high rise in Parramatta.
0: Then you should have felt the same way that I was feeling.
1: No, because I was actually descending. I was going down into the basement levels.
0: That's scary. Oh, yuck. I didn't like that. Anyway, guys. This
1: has been the show. Tune in to... Next time. Some time in the future.
0: And if you... Don't want to tune into the future. Listen to our past episodes.
1: Get a get a feel for what we're about. We're actually pretty cool people once you get to know us.
0: Okay. My well,
1: mum thinks I'm cool. All right. Anyway, I am one of your hosts, Chris.
0: And I'm the other host, April. And
1: together we are April And This up, has been.
0: This has been.
1: Are we saying it together? One, two, one, two, three, four. Prompt, prompt up, up kicks.
0: kicks. <laughs>